Chapter Thirty Seven of the Expedition of the Donner Party and Its Tragic Fate. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Joy Easton. The Expedition of the Donner Party and Its Tragic Fate by Eliza P. Donner Hooten. Chapter Thirty Seven Arrival of the First Pony Express. I happened to be in Sacramento on the 13th day of April, 1861, and found the city full of irrepressible excitement. Men on gaily caparisoned horses galloping hither and thither, unfurled flags and a general air of expectancy on eager faces everywhere betokened an occasion of rare moment. At times hats were swung aloft and cheers rang out tumultuously, only to be hushed by the disappointing murmur, Not yet! but an instant's quiet and there was a mad rush of the populace toward sutter's fort then again enthusiasm died and the crowds ebbed back up j street which some eight or ten feet higher than any other street in the city extended straight as an arrow from the fort to where the bay steamer lightly hugged the waterfront puffing and impatient to be off to san francisco so the anxious waiting continued until the day was well on to its close when suddenly vociferous cheers again rent the air and this time knew no cessation what a din with leap and outcry all faced sutter's fort that was a spectacle to be remembered pony the pony hurrah hurrah we see a dark speck in the distance it grows as up j street it comes now the pony foams before us now swift as the wind it is gone it passes reception committee passes escort it reaches the water-front down the gang-plank it dashes the band plays the whistle blows the bells ring the steamer catches the middle of the stream and is off leaving a trail of sparks and smoke in the twilight and bearing away the first pony express memorable in history the baffling problem is solved the dream of years is realized expeditious mail service with the east is an accomplished fact no wonder the people cheered it was a gigantic scheme well conceived magnificently executed think of it a stretch of two thousand miles of mountain wild and desert plain covered in twelve days how was it done horses were tested and riders selected by weight and power of endurance the latter were boys in years bill cody the youngest said to be only fourteen years of age the pouch was light its contents were limited but how gladly five dollars per letter was paid for those precious missives every detail was carefully arranged the first mount left st joseph missouri april second relay camps were established ten miles apart with a horse ever in readiness for instantaneous exchange and a fresh rider mounted for the next run was waiting at each successive hundred-mile station along the entire route small wonder those pioneers were beside themselves with enthusiastic excitement the minds of many reverted to personal experiences with ox-team or jog-trot of horses or mule-train here was the overland stage outdone even the speed with which monk hanks brought horace greeley over the mountains was at discount End of chapter thirty seven